Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend the steel in his bare hands and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellas and girls, don't ever get the idea there's nothing you can do to help win this war. Just because you can't join the Army or Navy doesn't mean that you can't be part of this big fight to preserve the American way of life. No, sir, not at all. There is one big important thing you can do, and I'm going to tell you about that right now. You see, aside from the fact that we can't all be soldiers, sailors, or Marines, because we're too young or too old or something, it's necessary for a good many of us to stay right here where we are. As a matter of fact, Uncle Sam says that for every man in the armed forces, there must be 11 people back home to keep them well supplied and to see that everything runs smoothly. It's sort of like, well, like a civilian army that cooperates with the armed forces to help win the war. And that's where you come in, you and I, for we're all members of this civilian army. And the best way we can help our boys at the front is to buy war-saving stamps and bonds and buy them regularly. How does that help? Well, let me tell you. It helps our government to finance the war. It helps to buy the guns and the tanks and planes and all the other things the Army, Navy, and Marines need to knock out the Japs and the Nazis. For instance, every time you buy a 10-cent war-saving stamp, your dime will pay for five bullets. And every five 10-cent stamps buys enough fuel oil to carry a destroyer a full mile. So you see how important it is for you to buy a war-saving stamp every time you've got a dime. Now see, if you can't get mother or dad to give you a dime every day or every other day with which to buy war-saving stamps. Talk about this with all your friends. Ask them to buy war-saving stamps regularly. Ask your mother and your dad and all your neighbors and relatives to sign Minuteman pledges. Do all that you possibly can to build up the sale of war-saving stamps and bonds. And that is what you can do to help win this war. And now, the adventures of Superman. Superman and his companions in adventure are now in the midst of the most exciting adventure of their career, for they are on an expedition led by the eccentric old explorer, Dr. Leander Cameron, to find the lost continent of Atlantis, believed to be located at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. As our last episode came to a close, our friends were in grave danger. Traveling in Dr. Cameron's multi-depth submarine and bathysphere, they had started to submerge when suddenly... Ah, but wait. Listen. Ah, there's the signal for us to submerge. Listen, you'll hear the diesel motor stop and the electric motor start. We're starting to submerge. Look here through this porthole. We're going down. 
golly, just look. Hey, heaven, I've submerged in a submarine. I don't know how often, but I always get a kick out of it. Well, this is exciting. Not nervous, are you, Clark? Well, just a little. I try not to be, Lois, but somehow I can't help being just a little afraid. It's your nature, I guess. There's nothing you'll ever be able to do about it. I'm afraid not. Look, the water's starting to rise above the porthole. Everything looks green. It's getting darker all the time. We're under. We've submerged. Watch carefully, my boy, and you'll begin to see the fishes of the ocean. Fish? Swimming around in their natural surroundings. Gosh. Yes, there's certainly nothing like... Wait, what's that? Sounds like something's gone wrong. Don't get excited now, Clark, whatever it is. Come on, something's happened. The electric motors have stopped. Through here, quickly. What's happened? What's wrong? Why have we stopped? We haven't stopped. The motors have stopped. We're still sinking, though. What do you mean? Something's gotten jammed in the main ballast tank. I can't close it. Well, what does that mean? It means the ballast tanks are filling with water. The more they fill, the lower we'll sink. Not only that, but I won't be able to blow the tanks to come up. Oh, great heavens, we can't just stand here doing nothing about it. Maybe you've got some ideas, ladies. You have? Let me have them. Holy mackerel, we are in a spot. We must not lose courage. Leave everything to me. I, Dr. Leander, euthanasia, Cameron, will need you all to safety. Well, how, Leander, how? Hey, if we can't bring this up to the service, what can possibly save us? Well, first, uh, let me ascertain how desperate our plight may be. Nicodemus, just what is jammed in the main ballast tank? How do I know? Can I get inside the tank with it full of water? Nicodemus, I do not like your attitude. We're all in trouble, grave trouble. Well, why blame me for it? No one's blaming you. I'm merely trying to find out what can be done to save it. Nothing. There's nothing nobody can do. We're finished. We're through. Leaping and mackerel. You're defeated. Did Washington give up at Valley Point? Did Stanley give up in Africa? Did Lincoln give up? I ain't no Washington, and I ain't no Stanley, and I ain't no Lincoln. I ain't nobody but me, Nicodemus Company. And when I say we're sunk, we're sunk. And when I say that I, Dr. Leander, euthanasia, Cameron, shall lead us all to safety, I mean that too. Ah, you're crazy. Now look here, you two. We're in How dare you, enough. Nicodemus? How dare you look at me in that tone of voice? But I pray to explain to you, Dr. Leander. What about the escape chamber, eh? What about that? The escape chamber. By heaven, it never occurred to me. But of course, you must have such a device on this submarine. What's an escape chamber? The escape chamber, Jim, is a waterproof room in a submarine that can be closed off from the rest of the sub to permit escape when submerged without flooding the sub. That's right, Jim. You enter the chamber, as I understand it, seal it off from the rest of the submarine, and then you let it fill with water. Let it fill with water? Yes. Holy mackerel, what happens to you then? Well, before the chamber fills with water, you put on what is known as a mumps and lungs. A mechanism that permits you to breathe as you reach the surface. Jumping Jiminy. You mean we'll have to leave the submarine underwater and go up to the surface with just one of the mumps and lung things? Well, they're quite safe. Well, it looks as if we've nothing to worry about now. Yeah, that's what you think. Now what, Nicodemus? Don't you think I'd have thought of the escape chamber before this if it could be used? What do you mean? Ah, oh, hang it all, Doctor. You know as well as I do that the metal door sealing off that chamber is controlled by our motors. Well, what of it? The motors have gone dead, mister. Didn't you hear them stop? We can't possibly operate the chamber. We can't even get inside it. You mean... You mean we're trapped? Yes. Oh, holy mackerel. What are we going to do? Like I said before, there's nothing we can do. Unless the great doctor, Leander Cameron, still thinks he can lead us to safety. No, no, I've reached my Waterloo. Should I say Waterloo? No, this is no time for joking. I will not say it. Oh, great heavens, Nicodemus, isn't it? Isn't there any way of repairing the mechanism? Uh, we're sinking lower all the time. We certainly are. The gauge shows we're down a quarter of a mile. A quarter of a mile below the surface. And sinking lower all the time. And it, there's 
no way of repairing the mechanism? Don't you think I'd repair it if I could? The trouble's in the main ballast tank. I can't get at it. And I can't fix it if I can't get at it. Oh, but we, well, we can't die in here. We'll suffocate after a while. Die of strangulation. Unless we sink so deep the pressure of the water crushes the submarine. Oh, no. I can't stand it. I've got to get out of here. I can't stand it. I tell you, I can't. Oh, can't in the name of heaven. Hold on to yourself. My nerves can't take it. I want to scream. I'm... And I told you to hold on to yourself. I can't hold on to myself. I can't, you hear? I can't. Who asked for this? Oh! Holy mackerel, mister. Why'd you knock him out? Yes, and I think I've broken my hand. He's got a jaw of iron. Oh, golly, if only Superman were here. Not inside here, but outside. He'd help us. He'd get us out of this mess. Well, for once, Superman isn't here when we need him, Jim. I guess we can't expect him to save our lives all the time. But you can expect Superman to save your lives, Lois and Jimmy. For little do you realize that the man you think is the cowardly Clark Kent, the man now lying on the floor of the submarine pretending to have been knocked senseless by an ordinary mortal, is actually Superman himself. And little do you suspect that as he lies there, his hand is slowly moving toward a heavily insulated electric cable that stretches along the length of the submarine near the floor. His hand reaches the cable, and quietly holding it in his powerful grip, he tightens his hand, crushing the cable to powder. And at the very moment when his hand is crushing the electric wires together, there is a sudden flash, and the lights of the submarine go out. The lights? They've gone out, Nicodemus. What was the flash? I don't know. Looked like a short circuit. Mm, this situation seems to be getting worse. What will happen next? This is what is happening next, Perry White. In the darkness, Clark Kent has become Superman, and even now has reached the door of the escape chamber. The door is a metal sliding panel controlled by the motors of the sub. Superman places his palms against the metal, for there is no place he can get a grip, and slowly forces the panel to slide back. I heard something. It sounded to me like the metal panel of the escape chamber sliding back. Nicodemus, do you suppose by some electrical freak that door is open? Yeah, of course not. Well, let's investigate anyhow. You never can tell. You never can tell. But even as our friends stumble toward the metal door through the dark, Superman, now inside the chamber, closes the metal door against them. There. That part of the submarine is sealed off. They'll be safe till I can get them up. Now, let's see. There's the escape hatch. Have that open in no time at all. There we are. Now, up. Up through the hatch. There. I'm outside the submarine. No, she's sinking fast. Well, I'll just grab hold of the conning tower. Go. And up. Up to the surface we go. Dark. Yes. It's lovely up here in the conning tower looking off across the ocean at twilight. Doctor, how long before Nicodemus can fix that ballast tank? Well, it's hard to say, Miss Lane. Hard to say. Can't get a word out of him. Very sensitive man, Nicodemus. Very. I still can't get over how we got to the service. Well, as Lois says, it must have been Superman. There can't be any other explanation for it. What other power could have suddenly brought us to the surface? Beyond me. Oh, it must have been Superman couldn't have been anyone or, or anything else. The thing I really don't understand, Clark, is how you got soaking wet. Yes, I, I can't understand that myself. When we finally got the conning tower open and got some light to see by, there you were stretched out where you'd fallen after I hit you. But you were soaked through. Yet the inside of the sub was dry as a bone. Uh, I don't know. Uh, very strange, you must say. Very strange. Well, there are many things one cannot explain. Well, there's one thing I can explain. 
I've got a hollow feeling in my stomach. Explanation? I'm hungry. Yes, it's almost dark and certainly close to dinner time. Well, let's go blow and... Wait a minute. What the... What's that? Something rearing up out of the sea, just off our beam. It's hard to see. It's getting so dark, though. It's another submarine. Another submarine? Yes. A German U-boat. What? No, Kent, how in the world can you see that? I always could see pretty well at night. This is only twilight. There's a swastika on the conning tower of that sub. I see it. I see it now. This looks like trouble. If only we could submerge. Yes, but we can't submerge until Nicodemus fixes those motors. Wait a minute. The conning tower on that U-boat is opening. Yes. Men are coming out of the sub onto the deck. Yes, I I see them myself now. What do you think they're going to do? They're moving over toward the cannon on deck. Something tells me... Yes, by heaven, they're training that gun at us. What do you you mean? don't mean they're going to shoot us out of the water? Oh, they wouldn't do that. Oh, the Nazis might do anything. Kent, does it look as if they were going to fire on us? Here's your answer, Chief. Well, what sort of trouble have our friends got themselves into now? Why is the Nazi U-boat firing on them? Does the enemy intend to sink Dr. Cameron's submarine? Well, there are tremendous adventures in store for our friends in our next episode, so be sure to listen. And listen every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman. Did you ever stop to think why American machine gun crews make such good scores in their battles against the Japs and the Nazis? Their teamwork, their super marksmanship comes from practice. Practice every day until they can hit the bullseye practically every time. But that much practice eats up an awful lot of bullets. And that's just where you come in. You buy bullets for machine gunners every time you buy war stamps. Five bullets for every ten cent stamp. So get behind your team by buying stamps just as often as you can. Can you think of anything more exciting to buy for your dime than five forty-five caliber bullets? Five bullets for American soldiers to use in protecting your home from the Japs or the Nazis. So, get going with this slogan. Get your stamps today and every day. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Follow the adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is Mutual.